Hey, y'all, it's your girl, The Beautiful Key, and I am the founder of the only Reiki-powered tea brand in the world, Key Specialty Tea, and I'm here with one-on-one with Jern. Oh, man, we're back. This is episode 128. I lost track. That crash. Episode 128, one with Jern, here on the FOMO Podcast Network. Man, I got... Uh, something different in the building. Someone different in the building tonight. She's gonna explain the products, the lovely teas that you see on the table. The beautiful key is in the building. How are you, Mel? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm very blessed and highly favored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like to hear on this good Saturday evening. Yeah, right. <laughs> thanks most, for having me. Here. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> we met at uh, my brother Jamie's um, listening party. Yep. For Solange mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Well, Almost, I'm about to say a week, couple weeks ago. It was almost a month ago. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Having a conversation. I told you it wasn't going to be too long. <laughs> I like what she was telling me at the um, at the listening party. I said, I got to have you on just so you can yeah. come and talk your talk. <laughs> How are you tonight? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. Um, We're excited, excited to have to, you. To chop it up with you. Yes, and, ma'am. And, you know, get, get stuff popping. That's what you're supposed to do. Now, you are the owner of uh, Reiki. Did I say? <laughs> it's Reiki. Reiki. So, Reiki, Reiki is Reiki a teams. form of healing. It's a Japanese form of healing. Uh, healing by hands, through hands, and intention. Okay. So, have you ever heard of positivity water, or positive water, or happy water? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's water that you drink that makes you happy. Okay. Uh, that's another example of Reiki power um, uh, being that the intention put in there. It gives you the the intention that they put in there is to make you happy, and that's mm. what you get. So it is basically uh, that uh, mixed with a little prayer. Uh, I charge all my herbs, um, and I make them myself. Uh, each tea bag you can use up to three times, which mm. makes it so unique. Uh, and I also have the only sea moss iced tea on Walmart.com. Yeah, we saw. I saw. Well, we. I'm about to say we saw that. I saw that. I saw that. And you're 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 trying to market to Seven Elevens and Targets. And- oh, it's already. Oh, it's Selective Seven Elevens, um, uh, racetracks up in North Dallas. Okay. Because uh, I recently moved from Dallas. I stayed in Dallas for the past five years. Oh. Uh, now. I so you're from Houston? Yes. I'm okay. From Houston. Yeah. Yeah, so it's already in there. Um, definitely looking to get it into HEB, Target, and Kroger yeah. uh, in the near future. So, yeah, just give them more placements. Most definitely. Yeah. That's all That's all it's about. So how did you get, get started into doing teas and what got your interest peaked into that? Well, um, I had three flavors. I started um, when I first designed it, and uh, it was Sing Better, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which... Because I'm a singer, I wanted to focus on something putting uh, that would represent me and yeah. I could utilize with the studio. Uh, I had Feel Good and Stress Assassin. Those were my three. Um, I created the tea um, because my grandmother's diagnosis with um, cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had stomach cancer and a um, few other <laughs> um, cancers as well, ovarian and stomach mainly. Um, and my grandma was diagnosed six years ago and she's still fighting uh, now um, she's on and off chemo pills every once in a while, but other than that, she she maintains um, the cancer, um, still fighting. Yeah. So that that's why I created it to try to help combat the chemotherapy side effects that she was going through. Most definitely, uh, she took like 
she took a ton of pills, you know, um, just for, for this, for cholesterol, for that, um, for the radiation, all of that. And I was just trying to find a way to lessen that in a more natural way. I understand that. So how did you get like the, the herbs and did you search all this mm-hmm. or how heavy did it come research, about? Heavy research up to a year, um, testing it mm. um, as well, trying out. Like I said, I started off with only three. Now I have 15 flavors. Right. Um, but testing out the, the main issues that she was having and the main herbs that would help with that. So feel good um, was um, uh, respiratory clearing and also uh, was a great allergy relief. Um, and also stress assassin brings down your blood pressure, relaxes you. Uh, and put you to sleep eventually. Right. Um, and the other one, Sing Better, <laughs> um, which I created. Uh, it's now labeled Feel Good. Um, I tried to incorporate that for me as far as the title because uh, I was uh, in the studio a lot and recording music. But that one is a great uh, throat soother uh, when you have to take all the medicine stuff and your, your throat gets really fiery uh, through that experience. Right. So, those were the three that I started with, and it kind of expanded from there. Entrepreneur. <laughs> now, I did read that you're not just an entrepreneur. You're, you're also pretty smart. You have your master's in forensic counseling. Yeah, look at you doing your research. Always. Always. Yes, I am somewhat of a nerd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad thing. No, not at all. That's I, not a bad thing. I love learning. Um, I've always been... Uh, in school and this is the longest time I've been out of school and it's been two years in August it'll be two years definitely going back Uh, I don't know for what yet Um, but yeah I enjoy criminal justice I enjoy the criminal mind and it's funny I was in creative arts all up until my junior year of high school and then I got into criminal justice uh, really heavy I graduated with my um, 911 dispatching license Mm. and with my associate's degree so I graduated from Nimitz High school. Oh, you on the north side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About that north. Oh, <laughs> oh no, yes, not the yes, the north. Oh man, so you you're you're a nerd, <laughs> as you say, but I don't think you're a nerd. But you're an entrepreneur. You're also a singer as well. Yeah. So who? What were some of your influences growing up? Like, who were you listening to? Who were you? Great question. Who were you touched by? Who you was like, man, I could I could be like this, that, and the third? So I would say who I was listening to, you know, we always listen to who are our, our moms, whoever our of moms course. to. So of my course. mom is a huge R&B head. Uh, so R. Kelly on down to Ozzy Brothers. <laughs> um, Sylvester. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, on down, you know, some good uh, Stephanie Mills, good R&B music. Right. And the only time she listened to rap, it'll be Tupac. LL or the Beastie Boys. <laughs> Mom was um, old school for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, for real. I couldn't listen to nothing else. And you know, this was before we had the the our own internet and of our course. own computers and stuff. So I used to be rewarded with the burnt CDs. Mm. You go to the the burnt CD man whenever I get a good report card or whatever. So I'll write so my I list. Yeah, but uh, she still controlled that because um, I remember um, a list I had. <laughs> um, it was Bow Wow's new album, Romeo's album. Mm. Uh, Aaliyah had just died, so it was I, uh, her I Care For You album. I remember that. And I squeezed in, like I wrote Small Lil' Kim. I think it was her Jump Off album mm. that came out, and I wanted it really bad. 
And I, I don't know, I was a kid and I thought that, you know, maybe she would just hand the list to the, the boulet man and then he, you know, he'll hook me up. He handed that list so quick <laughs> back to me. She was like, I'm so disappointed. Mm -hmm. Need to find somebody else. So I'm like, oh. Damn, you read the list that quick, Mom? Uh, yeah, I'm like, golly, she ain't let me make it. So I didn't Dang. have a choice to choose my own music until, you know, LimeWire days. So once I did, the music that I was into, um, Big Pophead. I'm a huge Mariah Carey, uh, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera fan, Pink. Uh, when Kelly came out with her dance era, a lot of people don't give her credit for um, Paramore. Uh, I was huge on Alternative Rock, Linkin Park, Hoobastank. Um, you you name it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was Not that was think. that was my music. But then I also can listen to rap like this um, track in the background. You know, from Tupac because of my mom. From Wayne, mm -hmm. Wayne and Ti was my favorite rappers. Jeezy, uh, Ross, uh, so Eminem. So yeah, Boosie. Can't forget, can't forget Boosie. You was a big Boosie fan. Yeah, huge Boosie fan. When Boosie first came out. Like yeah. and everybody was questioning. Oh, he sound funny. I was on Boosie, the Badass Volume One. I have that album. Yeah. Oh, she a fan fan. Yeah, fan fan. Um, yeah, been down when he was in jail. Jail. Fan <laughs> fan. Wrote to him. To him. No. <laughs> Bought not... merchandise. Merchandise. Got a free Boosie hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan fan. <laughs> I've actually worked with him as well. Yeah. When I got older, so it, that was really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Um. My my taste varies. <laughs> um, I would say I have a pretty broad taste, but I, I'm a huge pop head. Either pop or those those are the rappers. Exactly. I, yeah. So you what what age did you start writing and composing your own music? Twelve. Oh, the wow. first song I wrote was called Boy Crazy, and I, <laughs> explains a lot. Um, I was looking out. Was in the sixth grade. I was looking out the window and my crush. I had like a crush for like two and a half years until I got my first president. Um, I liked him like forever. Um, he was the cutest thing to me. He couldn't tell me nothing. But I, I wrote the song looking at him standing in the restroom line. You know, we used to have the restroom <laughs> lines and stuff. I was like, oh, my boo. And I, I wrote the song. So, yeah, my first song I wrote was Boy Crazy. <laughs> and it was a little pop feel yeah. to it. So, yeah. yeah. Did you have a dance to it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, I, knew I wrote it. a lot. The first time I recorded, my stepfather, uh, when my mother met my stepfather, he was doing music. Hmm. So the, I used to uh, sneak in there and try to figure out, you know, how to work it. And I think I was maybe 15. And I recorded for the first time myself. And I was, you know, I forgot what the song but I know I was talking about these hoes be hating when I'm in the club. And mm. it was an old club bop and I was jamming. And she ain't been to not one club. Oh, she was in the team club. <laughs> Hold on now, talk to me. I, I definitely um mm. don't like clubs as an adult because yeah, I, 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 I was in there. So he was in there young. Yeah, mm. yeah, I was. And my stepfather used to try to teach me lessons, like not to grow up too fast. Mm -hmm. And that was some of his lessons to take me out. I didn't get it. But <laughs> I don't guess grow it, up too fast. I man. guess it helped. Uh, Cause I, I I can't stand clubs unless I'm getting paid. Mm. Um, yeah, not a club person at all. I know. Unless mm -hmm. we dancing, we on Montrose. I gotta be dancing. I either gotta be on Montrose at a gay club or at a Caribbean club. I wanna dance. 
when mm, I go out. You be out there on the floor? Yeah, I want to dance. Or if I'm a chill, then take me to a hookah lounge or somewhere with some live music. Mm. No, I don't really like clubs. So, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so what is your, besides your tease, what, mm-hmm. what gets you uh, in your zone to, to write, to record, to, to get in tune? Do you produce your own music? Um, actually, for Volume 1, Sipsy Volume 1, um, me and uh, Christopher Jordan, mixed by Chris J. Uh, he's an engineer at Baron Studios. He's been my engineer since I was 21. I'll be 25 <laughs> this year, or a.k.a. finally in my 30s. <clears throat> What's wrong with that? Nothing, but you know, women are different. You know, as soon as we turn 30, everybody deems us as, you know, 80. But you're um, like a fine wine. I'm hey, 35. I think so. You only know, get better with age. I think so too. I appreciate. It. You know it is what it is. But I um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, me and him um made two beats from scratch. We made Starker Visions and Melanin Pop from scratch from the Volume One. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely hands on. It's what one of the things that takes me so long because I'm definitely hands on with the beat and the producing. Uh, this volume two this time um, that'll be released this fall. Uh, it's more upbeat, uh, like this, uh, for example, mm-hmm. no footage playing in the back. That's the first single off the project. That's on her head as well. Yeah, no footage. No footage. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. I got the no footage merchandise coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a bodysuit for the ladies and the hats for everyone. Um, so this one is more upbeat in my dance era. Um, all of my songs, uh, it, they sound catchy, but they all have a story behind them. So to answer your question, it's experience. Whenever I get time to myself, mm-hmm. which I don't usually have, um, I'm pulled in a lot of places and I have to pour into a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever I get time to myself, it's easy for me to to write. And actually, that's all I got to focus on. It's easy for me. Uh, it's getting time to do that. Yeah. How how long does it take you to write a song? It depends. Yeah. It depends. Um, the two um, beats that we produced uh, from scratch on the first album, those were freestyles. Uh, most of my songs are freestyles once I hear the beat. Right. Uh, I kind of like record it right then or or I'll have the hook um, right, right there. And then when I get in the studio, I'll come up with the verses or I may come up with the whole song right there in that maybe in a couple of hours. Hmm. Um, just vibe to it and listen to it over and over if I'm like really focused on right, it. Right, locked in. Yeah, so it really depends on how I'm trying to get it because I could be like, all right, I got that hook to that one. I'm going on to the next one. Right. So it depends. But usually in a couple of hours or mainly I freestyle because uh, I don't record everything I write. I only record what I feel. Hmm. Um, if I had to think too much to like put the words together, if it wasn't so much of a feeling I don't like to record it. Right. I feel that. So was Drunk Texting your first song that you put out? <laughs> oh, oh, those were my college days with extra dry gin in the closet. Yo, you yeah. was recording these in the closet? Yeah, in the closet. What school was this? In, Sam Houston State University. Oh, you a bear cat. Yeah, I'm a bear. I'm a bear cat. <laughs> How you do it? <laughs> I'm a bear cat. Shout out to all the bear cats out there. Man, I wanted to go to SFA so bad. Oh, why would you bring that? 
Because <laughs> that's y'all's rival. I had to. I wanted to go. Man, them homecomings. Hey, listen to me. Listen. I went to Blend and one. one you look like you. Yeah, I went to Blend. I was there when Cam Newton was there. 2010, you feel me? Cutting up. Man, we was out there cutting, cutting up. up. I and know. then we came to homecoming at Sam Houston for Yo. a weekend and was bunking in the Motel 6 off, off the freeway. Yeah, yeah. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. Then Broke. Homecoming, homecoming, <laughs> Niggas was broke. Well, we, and they had the party at um at the fairground. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In that little hall. It was hot in there. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't. It, it was hot up no in there. No AC or no. I just thought about that. It like, was we hot in that joint. Inside, outside. Facts. Facts. <laughs> sweating, sweating all clothes out. I'm just not thinking about it. Like I don't get it. Facts. That, those were fun times. Man, and I'm not a partier. Um, but I you're in college. You got to. I'm. St- I'm a very no? go to class, do my work, go home. Like even when I had my phase of video modeling, uh, I'm a. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But I'm a very... I show up with my makeup done ready. I go home. I'm not showing up to the set getting my makeup done like some of the girls. And then they got to wait on them. Or they go mingle and be unprofessional. I can't do my job. What what kind of video model were you? (laughs) 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 The question. Um, uh, I had... uh, So, (laughs) I would say... Damn near everything I said I wanted to do when I was little, I, I, I've tried it yeah. and or did it. Video Girl was one of them. Um, so, um, let me see. When did I start? So, 2015 was a huge year. 2015 to 2017. Mm. That was my uh, reality show video girl era. So, I was uh, behind the scenes a lot with Real World and loving hip hop, um, you know those reality shows, Bad Girls Club. Um, so I <laughs> have that. Um, and as far as my videos go, um, I've been in videos with Boosie, uh, Young Jeezy, his Church in the Streets uh, project, Fetty Wap's My Way. Um, <laughs> um, I think I've been in quite a few uh, Paul Wall videos with Paul Wall, Johnny Dane. Uh, quite a few um, people. Uh, I think the last video I did was Church in the Street. Uh, one of the videos, uh, that project with, with Jeezy. And I was just like, I'll never, um, that phase is over for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, because I wasn't the type of woman that would be successful in that realm, um, so to speak. And I didn't like catering to somebody else um who doesn't value my time so i said that was the last video i'll do because that was the first one there and that was the last one to leave and probably got two seconds and you wouldn't even know if i didn't have all all the footage you know mm-hmm. and stuff i said this is the very last video i'm doing like i literally flew out there and flew back like same same day type stuff just to do that so it's a lot of effort and stuff that's put into somebody else's stuff I don't, I don't, when it's not appreciated or, you know, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that too much. It's not worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the end of that video, <laughs> girl face. <laughs> Interesting. 
Yeah. Very I, interesting. I pretty much tried or did anything I wanted to do or said I wanted to be. Hey, hey. That's where I mainly built most or some of my connections. Like, I've had the same connection since I've started having confidence to be into entertainment full time since I was 20. So, uh, if you ever heard of Bobby J, um, and then the half of 97.9 and Radio 1, I'm cool with. Um, all the connections I've had, I've been cool with everybody since I was 20, which has been a decade now. Uh, so I'm real good on or real big on relationships and uh, I'm a Virgo so um, once I get comfortable with you uh, I'm, I'm good I like to know who I'm dealing with and I like to keep dealing with with those people I don't break away too much unless I'm forced to or, all right you know so yeah hmm. <laughs> you learn something new all the time I wasn't expecting you just said that you were a video girl. I was not expecting yeah. you to say that. And I would never call myself that. Yeah. So that's why I put that a in. A model. Yeah. And then I don't even use that anymore. They just fuck everything up. Mm. But um, yeah. I understand. <laughs> so you got a song called True Colors. <laughs> this joint has 1.6 million. Oh my gosh. Like. That is funny. Listens on SoundCloud. Like 1.6 million. And it's so cringe. <laughs> like 1.6 million. And it's so cringe. Then your next song, so Stalker cringe. Vision, has 3.5 million yeah. <laughs> listens. Like, yeah, I, um, yeah, True was the first professional song I put out. Like, put it out on, on platform stuff. And I didn't know how to work it and stuff at the time. So, I didn't keep it on there. It was, like, on it for a year. Um, but it's so cringe. Still, that song took me forever to to record, to rearrange. It didn't take me forever to write to it. Um, but to I was just starting out, like, singing, singing like that. And so, to get comfortable with my voice. Right. Um, we changed it so many times with rearranging and stuff to just get it to a point where I was satisfied with. So, um, yeah. And then Sarka Visions was the next chapter. And I've definitely been offered opportunities uh, from that. Um, and that goes to what knowing what you want, doing your research, uh, which a lot of people are still you know, eager to just be in that space, right? if you will. And they don't uh, take care of their business. And just unfortunately, and fortunately, I was getting great offers. But unfortunately, I knew my business and it, it wasn't, it wasn't really a benefit to me at the time. So kept working, kept grinding until, you know, I eventually get, what I feel is necessary, you know, for the ethic and the work. I, I saw that. I said, wait, huh? Yeah. 1.6, 3.5. I showed my homeboy that was here last night. I said, bro, shit. He said, bro, you lying. I said, look, <laughs> it's right there in living color. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Chris Brown actually, uh, <laughs> I put drunk texting out. He actually released his drunk texting on my birthday. Um, if you look at it, it's, it's released on September 12th. That's my birthday. But yeah, it was some. It I had learned to watch at a real early age. Well, 
<laughs> in the beginning, me starting out that a lot of people don't pay attention to or that they believe that happens. But uh, the record labels and, you know, everybody, A&Rs get music and stuff all the time. Um, so it's uh, always, um, let me see, believable when uh, the, the the bigger person, the one that's in the public persona gets it and nobody mm-hmm. knows where it comes from or, or cares. So that's another thing to watch for that a lot of people don't, you know, um, maybe go through or they're not aware of. Right. What are some of the misconceptions of being an entrepreneur that people think? That it's easy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that it's easy, that it's meant for everybody, mm-hmm. that it's a piece of cake, that you can do it too. Mm. Um, man, so so many. A lot of people even like, oh, I could do that. And you very, very well can. Um entrepreneurship is not for everybody everybody is not a leader everybody Mm. is not a boss Mm. um and it's like people i don't know shun that or they don't understand that because it's jesus have followers i guess okay to not be a leader (laughs) like every leader needs followers um and it's okay to know that about yourself and just make sure you're in the best environment for you to grow you know, in the best possible way. Um, I, I would definitely say that's the hugest misconception that it's easy and that everybody is supposed to be doing it. And oh, it's not, it's not. true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand that. Now talk to me about this beautiful mind, um, Bill. <laughs> I like how you do your research. Mm-hmm. So being in a criminal justice background, uh, forensic counseling, I wanted to be a forensic psychologist. Hmm. Um, I still am pondering with that idea, even though I have um, the credentials. Right. Um, I've been thinking, I'm 29, so I've been thinking of what I want to do long term and where I would be happy long term. Uh, So that's the reason. Correct. Mm -hmm. So that's a reason, a main reason why I haven't really jumped into that. Uh, So the bill came along with um, I did. uh, (laughs) (laughs) that was funny she said i did uh and she hit me with the quick smile that was too (laughs) player that was great that was great oh man but i did um i had a social media contract Mm. with meta so i did that for four plus years while i was in dallas okay uh, until that contract ended uh and basically i have to view content you know, on social media from suicides to, you know, killings to you name Oh, wow. It. Yeah. So uh, everything wow. that's, yeah, everything that's on social media from bullying. So, you know, how the people that you get mad at because your account is taken down or reported. You're one of those people that you were one I of those. Was. Yeah, you were one of those people. Yeah. Oh, so wow. it was different protocols, you know, from bullying, harassing, hate speech, like, suicide videos that we had to watch. Like, how um, do you go home and, and mm, just decompress from mm, that? Like, that's crazy. So, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Um, And it's a constant, everyday basis, and that's not even the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Uh, just suicide, but that's not even tip of the iceberg. I can imagine. Watch everything. And this is just um, on, on Facebook platforms or? Correct, Facebook and Instagram. Okay. The, the meta, yeah, correct. Um, wow. So, doing that for four and a half years, uh, we had... 
We didn't have a, a wellness day. They gave us a wellness day, which was really 45 minutes. Away. That's not a day. Right. Uh, 45 minutes. Yeah. That's half a day. That's not even an hour. Yeah. Um, 45 minutes a week that we can use to decompress or or do a wellness activity, paint, draw, whatever to get our mind. Right. 45 minutes a week. Not a day, but a week. So, what are we um, doing with that? Exactly. So, but with that, um, we had different activities to choose from as far as painting. We had uh, sound bowls, um, uh, walking. <laughs> uh, walking. We had right. We had a few different things. Or thanks, Meta. Yeah, <laughs> that you can use. Um, not a big help, but to answer the question, that's where uh, my curiosity started because I was like, "Well, we're viewing this stuff behind the screen, right? And we're messed up." Yeah. Couldn't, and so, mind you, I'm a criminal justice major, and the easiest route I could have taken all these years is to become an officer. Correct. Uh, it's a that's the easiest. That's the easiest route. Do that. Yeah. Um, and I was just thinking, um, you know, these these people gotta like I'm already messed up. <laughs> uh, I'm human, and I'm I'm viewing this stuff on a screen, and these people got I couldn't imagine having to be in front of this in person yeah and i'm having a bad day how many people are on the team let me ask that before you continue on um well it was like over a thousand people in the whole company yeah yeah yeah. but as far as um like they'll have different teams for each department it's like uh one team of you nothing but videos one team of you nothing but the comments that get reported wow uh, nothing but hate speech we had a hate speech team that wow. was all hate speech um so it kind of depends on what category what category they're they looking for separated and they'll put up to i guess 100 oh wow on there on yeah the team. Mm-hmm. that's insane yeah so i just really thought about that um, just basically like, man, they need, you know, an officer just with statistics and everything that I already know firsthand and being <laughs> in that, um, what would you call it? Uh, field mm-hmm. already. Um, I was basically just like, you know, there needs to be mandatory, like stress management programs and wellness programs need to be mandatory for officers because first things first, they, they, even if given an option, I'm not going to take it, especially most men. Uh, I'm not going to take it. Uh, I'm going to self-medicate like mm-hmm. I've been doing, which is drinking at the bar. Alcoholism is huge uh, mm-hmm. with law enforcement. For sure. So um, if it's mandatory, I just felt like it has no choice but to help when you're, of course. When you're con- consistently doing it. And seeing um, it. And seeing the progress and the changes because uh, these officers are human. For, for sure. At the end of the day. Um, they don't get paid enough for two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, you, you just gotta. Um, and it, it's it's uh, some places. Uh, I want to say Michigan, wherever they had the first black mayor. He was a young man. Um, Kwame Kilpatrick. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I think where he's at, he actually. Um, they actually approved uh, for the first responders wellness program for the law enforcement. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Harris County had something similar like that, like a camp wellness camp for the officers pre-COVID, a couple of years pre-COVID. So I just want to I wanted to make that mandatory, especially for Texas. And if it, you know, turns into something, you know, nationwide and great. But um, yeah, that's that's where it started. Pretty much working with the future mayor, I see. 
Yeah, yeah. Chris Hollins, which he changed his position recently to city council. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now Sheila Jackson Lee is oh, yeah. running. I've um I've had uh, made connections with Sylvester. I know this is his his last term. Uh, but just trying to go to San Antonio because that's where the army is based, and I might get you know a little bit more pull out there. Um, but just trying to pitch that all over Texas um, to to make that mandatory because yeah, they're they're human. Um, <laughs> and the system will never change, but at least we could do uh, put some some programs or something do your part. for everybody to at least be a little bit eye. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Now you have a mobile luxury spa. <laughs> How did that come about, and what all do you provide? Services do you provide? Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the the luxury mobile spa kind of came about with me um, taking the healing stuff full time mm-hmm. uh, while I was doing the contract. Uh, because of the wellness stuff we had, I was trying to decompress on my own. I started getting into sound bowls mm. a lot, meditation a lot. Um, started doing my research on Janae Aiko, which incorporates mm-hmm. that a lot in her music. And again, I was trying to um, combine it with what I'm already doing. Like, oh, I could do this with my music and combine that. Um, But it just ended up being a a love to heal and to want to bring that to others. So I ended up getting uh, training to become a Reiki master right before I I made my tea. So Reiki master. Um, And I I trained and learned how to perfect the, the sound bowls for healing and vibrational therapy. Uh, and I was going into houses before that. And this was um, pre-COVID. No, 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 during COVID. So um, it was like at the, the end of it, like the, the first year after. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, man, I don't have, uh, again, I'm doing everything by myself. <laughs> uh, and the equipment and massage table and everything would be, you know, heavy. And I was like, man, if I just had help just to carry the equipment so I won't be all stressed out. Once I get in here because I didn't carried all this stuff, you know, it would be, really be a great help. Uh, I had my guard brother out there. He probably stayed out there for maybe two days. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I, this is why I'm by myself all the time because, you know. I get it done. Humans, are, exactly, mm-hmm. are just not dependable. So I'm like, I need a way <laughs> that I don't need nobody. And the bus came about as soon as I thought about that. I found the bus like a couple of weeks later. <coughs> Um and Excuse I oh, you could I purchased it um and I start you know moving uh, I took all the the seats out did the floors and everything and I slowly but surely redesigned the inside but I was doing sessions in the middle of me redesigning I'm definitely the type of person that I like to go I'm not a wait for everything to be together right and do it um oh, I wouldn't do anything. Um, so yeah, that's how that came about. And that is, I have the only luxury mobile spa in Texas. Uh, I have the only holistic mobile spa, um, that I know of in the States. Um, the only other, uh, mobile spas are in Atlanta or Florida and they're more beauty based like nails and, and hair, hair and all that. Nobody does holistic healing on mm. wheels. Yeah, I like being an originator. I feel like you know mm-hmm. God created me to be an individual, and it would be a dishonor to His time to be like anybody else. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, buddy. And, and you, you building a, a dating app? <laughs> My gosh! 
Yeah, created a dating app. What brought this out? Pre-COVID. Dating was trash for you? Um... (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really really indulge in dating, to be be honest, uh, because I'm so picky. Um, I'm barely attracted to people, like, every few years on some weird shit. Mm. Um, Don't have that, you know, problem the other way around, but... Um, yeah, as far as dating, I'm into astrology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I study astrology, still learning. Um, but it's basically an astrology-based um, dating app to to actually find, help find. So it's called Flame, Finding Love Around Me Everywhere. That's what it stands for. It's already been copywritten and stuff. Because um, <laughs> I ran into, you know, a lot of stuff with my business, especially in my spa and stuff. Like, as soon as, like, black blogs and stuff, posting my stuff, then you'll see somebody doing this. It. like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, so real careful on my paperwork. Exactly. Um, But, yes, it's so that uh, you can not only find uh, relationships, but friendships. And if you want to fling, you know, great. Um, but it'll be more help-based to find, like, long-lasting connections, mm. if you will. And I think most of the other apps, which I was in Dallas and the Match.com that owns Tinder and all the, the dating apps is um, in Dallas. So, um, yeah, I, I just looked at the competition and combined what I was already interested in and combined what they were missing with a few other um, components that a lot of dating apps uh, are missing that would be a key standout. I, I can't mention it. But yeah, yeah, it's an astrology-based dating app. So I'm still developing it. Um, trying to get some app developers together. But yeah, I can't do everything for myself. She is a woman of many talents. Yeah, I am definitely an innovator. Like uh, It's always good to have investors and stuff around because I, I have great inventions mm. yeah at least i feel it sounds like <laughs> it. it definitely sounds like it. I, I, and i and i am taking taking heed of all your inventions that you're that you are coming up with trust me <laughs> yeah i did my research yes you did yes you did it's a disservice to not do my research on on a guest especially if i ask them to be on the show I, I can't just give you no <laughs> cookie cutter interview that everybody like every other American sure, does. You know sure. that's why most artists like going overseas because they do more research. Uh, I got to do my research. So you did that. Most definitely, you did that. Thank you, ma'am. You I appreciate that. that. I appreciate that. No, nah, anytime, anytime. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Before we get out of here, I want to thank the, the beautiful key. I ain't gonna give her real name out. I know her real name too <laughs> and her last name. You hear me? <laughs> I, I'm gonna let the beautiful key give all of her socials where you can reach out to her, where you can get some of the mobile luxury spa days, where you can get some of the Reiki. Did I say it right? Whoa, mm-hmm. look at me. The Reiki yeah. teas, where you can get, you know, the uh, you can be learn some more about the beautiful mind bill as well. I'm gonna let her give all her her socials out to you. Yeah, and you can listen to her music as well. Don't think I forgot about the music. Don't think you forgot. Well, first things first <laughs> with the music. Uh, my new single, No Footage, is out everywhere on all platforms. That's the first single from the Sips T, Volume 2. 
uh, which will be released this fall. And the second single, Explode, will be released this late summer. So look out for that. Uh, including the merchandise for no footage, the hats and the bodysuits. Um, as far as my tea, you can find my Reiki powered tea on walmart.com. You can also go to it on Walmart. Y'all heard her. <laughs> Keys specialty tea.com. You're okay. And that's K I E S specialty tea.com. And as far as my luxury mobile spa, anytime you need uh, appointment or in need of healing, uh, you can go to gvhexperience.com. Gvhexperience.com. Y'all yeah, heard her. Good vibes, holistic experience because it is she got an, an acronym for everything. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, I'm, t- I'm just trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just here to, to steer the ship. This is all about her. This is her show. You know, I'm just here to steer the ship. She gave you all the information <laughs> where you can reach out. Yeah, Rewind the footage. Don't forget. Go back 15 seconds if you didn't, <laughs> if you missed anything. And you can catch me on all social medias at D-A Beautiful K-E-Y. That's the beautiful key on all social media platforms. Remember, each tea bag can be used up to three, three. times. It's the only Reiki Power tea brand in the world. And I have um, flavors in um, different teas that combat different medical issues such as High blood pressure, allergies, respiratory issues, and more. Diabetes, um, blood sugar regulation, and more. Um, so I have Nana's favorite, Super Green. I brought some samples on the table. Cold and flu, feel good, stress assassin, good vibes. Um, so I have a lot of different uh, blends that'll help boost your, your energy and immune system. Don't forget about your sea moss lemonades. Yeah, you can't forget. I have the only sea moss iced tea on oh, walmart.com. So, I don't know okay. why I said lemonade. Nana's favorite is the name. Uh, so if you type in Nana's favorite or key specialty tea on walmart.com, you'll find it and go straight to it. Walmart. <laughs> Y'all heard what she said. <laughs> Distribution. You hear me? Yes, indeed. And if ever you're in Barron Studios, the main one, I also have uh, Key Specialty Tea located inside of Baron Studios as well. Oh, inside of OG Baron? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I mean, I ain't yeah. been to OG Baron in a long, long, yeah, long, long, long time. Hot teas are there. Cold teas will be coming soon. You heard what the lady said, man. <laughs> she just doing it all by herself. Once With he- the support of Colin, Lou, and Kay, you know, who's featured on EDC. That's my mom, grandmother, and my little brother. There it is. <laughs> there it is, man. The lady... The lady gave you everything you need to know, man. And I want to thank the beautiful Key for coming through for episode 128. We had some technical issues, but we got it resolved. We and we're here. It. And we did it. And we did it. And we did it. <laughs> and I told her I told her that the interview was gonna be great. I told her that it was gonna be great. Oh, and I totally forgot. Uh oh. Oh yeah. I have my very own tarot card. Oh. So your own? Tarot cards I designed. Don't she do? I designed each tarot card. Um, each tarot card is basically based off of the Sips Tea collection, which will feature three volumes. Uh, so once the third volume comes out, then the uh, complete full deck will be available for purchase. So stay tuned, y'all. Multifaceted. Multifaceted. I'm going to look through them. I can actually do a reading for you. you want to pick a card? Oh, wow. Not supposed to. Oh, I'm not supposed to look at them? Yeah, not, not if you want to pick a card. You ready? Uh, yeah, I'll pick a card before we get out of here while she's shuffling the deck. 
I've never done it before, but I'm gonna pick a card tonight. Mm, let's see. Any card? Romance, seduction, flirting, lovers. Hey, Amen. Hey, sounds like a good weekend, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, stay tuned. <laughs> German, get no romance, no seduction, no flirting, no love. Don't let her fool y'all. Right now. German. <laughs> Triple H, what a perfect song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm telling you. I told her about the Triple H last thing worked. <laughs> if so you don't know what Triple H is. Tennessee, hundreds, and head. head, boy. Oh, man. I could use yeah. all three right about now, hey, boy. you know. Golly. I'd say you, you know. Never know. <laughs> hey, I man. had so much fun we'll I appreciate you and I appreciate key. you <laughs> Hey man episode 128 You heard what she said the beautiful key hey. I want to thank her yet again for coming through And spending some knowledge And giving us, giving us some more insight On everything that she has going If you have some dope artists and Dope entrepreneurs like Key that you want me to interview You have some dope products Like the Reiki Tees The Tarot Cards The uh, CMOS Tees if you have anything like that, send it to my email, twowestboys at gmail.com. That's the number two, W-E-S-S-B-O-Y-Z. Uh, don't forget, rate, comment, like, and subscribe. Yes. I'm everywhere. I'm on all social media. I mean, I'm on all DSP <laughs> platforms and YouTube. Give me a like. Y'all like everybody else that y'all don't know. Yeah, Come give me a like. Come give me a subscribe. Y'all subscribe to y'all subscribe to everybody else that y'all don't know. Give me a give me a subscription. <laughs> Some more dope content coming your way, man. I'm everywhere on all social media platforms. One on one with Germ, except Twitter. It's WTH on there. But everywhere else, including Meta, it's one on one with Germ. Search for your boy. Uh, give me a rate, comment, and subscribe. As like I said, like all the good stuff, all the, what all the kids say. My button should pop up here. Um, don't forget, like the uh, uh, FOMO Podcast Network on Instagram. We have some dope podcasts on the network. Uh, go give them a listen. The Vibe Check is one of them. As always, man, to episode 129. Remember, stay positive, pray, and bless them will manifest. We gone. Peace.